live from the Keltec Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Keltec Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. How are you gentlemen doing today? Doing, doing good. All right. Good. You know, I just caught the gun time thing, but you have where the gun tech watch, you can know what gun time is. That's it. It's the gun time. Yeah. All things gun, all the gun time on the gun tech watch. Uh, we're doing things a little bit different this week. Uh, we want to let you know up front, we are doing a live remote. We are doing a live remote from the arms room in uh, East Orlando. If you happen to be in the area and you want to stop by and get a glimpse of what we're doing, it's uh, 19048 East Colonial Drive in Orlando here at the Arms Room. But uh, same players, same cast, so the scorecard shouldn't change too much. It's just an away game. Bring food. Bring, yeah, bring, <laughs> bring food. We like cookies. <laughs> the, uh, I got an interesting story about the, the remote, but first I want to go around the table and introduce everybody. On my right, uh, and this is more of a square table for those that, that are into the diagramming. Uh, on my right, the right-hand man. The great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome back. His name is Earl. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good to be back. It just that's the song. It's it's perfect. Oh yeah. It's perfect. Everybody's here today, and they're like, "Why do you do like the boss? You see him running around because he's like the boss. You're working like the boss." I got a better question. Why don't you do like a boss? (laughs) Yeah. Hello. Uh, cross for me in the 12 o'clock position, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome back the legal ninja, Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. And to his left, the samurai sidekick. Please welcome back Alec Weber Esquire. Got to throw the Esquire in That's there. it. We had, a, we had a big Esquire talk, Alec and I. We're going to <laughs> go with Esquire from now on. <laughs> It's Sir Esquire to you. Sir Esquire. Sir Esquire. Well, that make a... me Dr. Dr. Maxwell. No, yeah, Dr. Dr. <laughs> Maxwell. Exactly right. Exactly right. <laughs> it worked. Somebody showed up with food. We got some food. Hey, <laughs> no food in the studio. Uh, so now, gentlemen, anything cool happened this week in the world of law? Any great legal uh, legal things? Any, uh, any good cases? Any? Remember, there, change there the names. Protect change you. the names. Protect the innocent. Thank you. There was Thank a couple you. of minor court hearings, but uh, it was mainly a get stuff done week. Yeah. Good, 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 uh, nose to the grindstone. That's right. Right, right. Maximum so, effort. Maximum effort from Max Law Orlando. Hey, I know that feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody been grinding your nose, too? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so this week, we uh, we uh, had some scheduling issues, so we decided to do the the uh, the live show here from the arms room uh, and uh, decided, okay, well, let's go ahead and uh, let's promote this a little bit. It's not going to be a major event, but let's go ahead and put this out over the uh, the social media. The interwebs, so, the interwebs, the old interwebs, the old, uh, st- the old uh, inner inner spaces there, the MyFace and whatever it is. The we, uh, we I don't know if we tweeted it though. Did we? Yeah, somebody may have taken care of that. Okay, good, good, good. Like a boss, uh, like a boss, like a boss. Mm-hmm, did. Mm-hmm. And we, I put out the notice, and it said on the uh, on the Facebook page. We have, now there's two Facebook pages. Let me clarify that. You've got Arms Room Radio. Whoa, whoa, they're not. But you're not lying. Not lying. No, no, it's not two-faced. 
No, it's not. That's a lawyer coming out. That's a, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was the funny. Facebook, excuse me, the Arms Room radio page, and then there's the Arms Room page. Uh, on the Arms Room radio page, I posted, and you may have all seen it, the a live remote, live remote, uh, Arms Room, come out and join uh, the gang from Arms Room. In fact, you got it there. Oh, what's it say? Live remote, live remote. Join us at the Arms Room for a live remote broadcast. You know, a little bit of redundancy, huh? I will. Uh, one broadcast is, of Arms Room Radio to this Saturday, one. August 1st, from 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at 19048 East Colonial Drive in East Orlando, one quarter mile west of the drag strip in Bislow. Come out and meet the guys and maybe get some free swag. Don't forget to listen in at am660theanswer.com. There you go. Nice and simple. Uh, a clear message. And and I put the same one on Arms Room radio page, and I put it on the Arms Room page. That one there was approved, and they boosted it at our request. Mm-hmm. And the one on the Arms Room page was pulled down and denied because it advertised the sale of firearms and prohibited items. Hmm. Identical messages. Is that free swag? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, hmm. we were not adver- There's no pictures of guns. There's no mentions of guns. There's no mentions of knives. There's no mentions of of anything for sale. There's no pr- it, the same message on both. One side pulled down. One side not. Which means, sounds like our page has been flagged. Probably at the, the gun store. Mm-hmm. It's know. the interpolice. <laughs> It is. It's the old Zuckerberger police, and uh, you know. Hopefully, now that he's got that girlfriend pregnant of his, he can, you know, he'll have other distractions. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Stay stay away from bothering us innocent Facebook promoters. So, I wonder. I wonder. Just wonder now how far they'll go. I mean, if we get on there and advertise, uh, get a gun trust back to Orlando, would they pull that down? I don't know, but you know, I don't really worry about how much, how far they'll go. I worry more about how much I'll make after they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, Zuckerberg's got some pockets, I understand. Yeah, he's got good pockets. lawyers, too. Yeah. But you know what I have? Yeah. Free time. The truth. <laughs> uh, sorry to burst your bubble, Kevin. I've Ooh. advertised and boosted those posts before, and they don't take them down. Yeah. Well, put you the know, arms room, link it to the arms room on there. And take it down. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll notice now and, and violate our rights, <laughs> right. and, and then we'll spank them. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's crazy. So anyway, we got some got some good programming coming your way. We've got uh, we got some re- some good topics came up this week. Oh yeah, uh, there's a uh, there's one that I want to go into, and, and it's and it's great, and it's a conversation we have all the time. It, it seems like we always have it. When we we end up uh, n- the people next to us at dinner uh, or, or at the uh, at the beverage collection center. <laughs> the, distribution, the, distribution, center, distribution. Yes. yes. Well, you might be well, distributing. I'm collecting. Well, say so we're <laughs> doing the collecting. I'm doing collecting. Uh, it's the top five dumbest anti-gun arguments. So this is something we're going to talk about right when we come back from the break. But it's the the top five dumbest anti-gun arguments. And there's some uh, there's there's some there's some good rebuttals in here. There's some good knowledge that you should know if you're not already putting this information out. When somebody comes up with you with some uh, with some bad anti-gun information, going to be talking about that. Going to be talking about what happened. Uh, a little little insight. On the Chattanooga shooting with, at the, uh, the Naval Reserve Center up there, some interesting information coming out today from our from our friend uh, Colonel Allen West. So we'll be talking about that. So uh, make sure you tune back in after the break and you join us here because we've got lots of cool info at Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. 
Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get what calibers do they have at sendmeammo.com you can get 223 380 9 mil 40 cal and 45 at sendmeammo.com it's guaranteed ammo monthly so i can get range and defense ammo yes you can so sign up now at sendmeammo.com it's guaranteed ammo monthly uh, do these guys follow you around all day yeah it's great in the carpool lane but it's no fun in the bathroom Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. You're listening to Armsroom Radio, live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. And this segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SendMeAmmo.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. How's everybody? Good break? Everybody all right? Everybody doing good? Yeah, these fries are delicious. <laughs> Listen, yeah, we do have to send a quick thank you out to the um, 
Cherry Delivery Service uh, brought us some uh, some fine chicken sandwiches and French fries from uh, from Cherry Delivery. Look him up here in Orlando if you're. Uh, That's <laughs> why his car is called the Pie Wagon. Yeah, no, <laughs> the uh, top five dumbest anti-gun arguments. Now, we've all heard them before, but now they're they're neatly written down. I, I like the one that's cuz. Cuz, cuz, and I, you, I, you're my mom. <laughs> cuz I said so. That's right. Uh, this is a recent story come out here. Uh, here. Uh, it says, it never seems to end. Every time there is any sort of tragedy that makes the news due to someone killing their fellow man through the use of a firearm, seems to be a corresponding reaction from some in this country that guns are bad. You know, and we, we all hear this. We talk about this all day long. Oh, yeah. it's, it's the, uh, well, there was the shooting in Chattanooga. Well, we must ban guns. Um, okay. I think the numbers are... It's still somewhere in the 50,000 range per year. People killed in automobile crashes, or excuse me, in DUI-related crashes and, uh, and car car crashes. Yet the numbers in uh, uh, in for firearms-related deaths are you know minuscule compared to that. Yet there's no call to ban firearms. There's no call to ban no alcohol, fast, fast food, you know, or, or alcohol. alcohol or anything else that causes car crashes or distractions while uh, while in the automobile. But here they go. Here, here, here they are. We're going to give them to you in order. Where's to, and now these are in no particular order, so please don't rank them. There's no wagering on any of this. This is all just for your. Are we going to rank them afterwards? We may rank them afterwards. We may, you know, our, I think our, they're our, all pretty rank. They're all, they're all, <laughs> uh, number one, the more guns there are, the more suicide there is. And, and anyone agree with that? Anyone? Anyone? No. 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 I, no. I, because I you know what to do with. Personal debt. Yeah, <laughs> because you're educated and you know the facts. You're educated about the facts. Yeah, it depends on the demographic. For men, the most common method of attempting suicide is via a gunshot. But for women, it is poisoning or overdose. If you're a teenager or young adult, which is the demographic with the highest suicide rate in the U.S., then the most common method is to either hang yourself or jump off of something. Regardless of the method, none of them cause suicide. According to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, the leading cause of suicide is, anybody want to guess? Peer pressure. Mental illness. Not guns. Guns are not the cause of suicide. Guns are the tool used to commit the suicide. Some of them. Funny. Some of them. Funny it is that the cause of most of the mass shootings is also. Mental illness. Yes. Hmm. Uh, With only over 90% of suicide being attributed to mental illness. Besides, no one's ever come across a gun and said, hmm, maybe I should kill myself with this. Uh, firearms may be the method in some instances, but are never the reason. Uh, you know, this is everything that we talk about. It's not the gun's fault yeah. that you picked it up and, uh, and ate the tip. The firearm is simply the tool that you choose to use. If you as, are, thank you, as, sorry, as, as well as the, the prescription medication that, that was taken out of the, the family medicine cabinet or starting the family car in the garage and leaving the doors and windows closed or the roof. Yes. Yeah, exactly. If I wanted to whack 10 people and I did not have a gun, I would use a truck. You would you drive up onto the drive up onto the line on the movie theater and just run the people over the same way you do with a truck, the same way you do with a gun. It's the same thing for suicides. You use whatever tool is possible uh, to to commit the suicide. It nobody's nobody's not committing suicide because they didn't have a gun. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes sense to me. Yeah. Well, I couldn't they're have a gun, all, so I'm going to live. Alternatives is what you're yeah, saying. Yeah, exactly. I didn't have a gun, so I'm just going to live. I don't want this to become a tutorial. 
<laughs> no, no, no. There is a PDF version available, though, for download, if anybody. If you are considering harming yourself, though, yes. call Maxwell Orlando, and we will discuss what you are really thinking about doing. Yes. Absolutely. Don't, don't, don't hurt yourself. Yeah, there's help available. Help there available. is. Don't do anything to yourself. Number two, massacres happen because people have access to guns. Uh, I'm going to go with no. That's also not true. Sure, some mass shootings have happened, and they absolutely are terrible every single time. But aside from the Civil War, all the deadliest American massacres have come from non-firearm attacks. Anybody want to guess the number one? Uh, I I cheated. I already read it. American on American? Uh, You mean like us on us? Yes. No, in America. Oh, in America. In America. Loss of American lives. Um, I read ahead, so I'm not going to answer. It's going to be a a 9-11 Pearl Harbor. 9-11, yeah. Yeah. Being chief among them. You can make the argument that 9-11 was a foreign attack, to which I'll respond that Oklahoma Oklahoma City bombing was not. And that was also one of the deadliest attacks in American history. Massacres happen because crazy people want to take the lives of their fellow man. They will do this regardless of what weapons they have access to. And if they really want to take a lot of lives, they never use guns. It's true. You know, they, they, the, the mentally ill ones, uh, evidently, uh, you know, just, just, just get a gun and take out the people standing near them. But the straight truly, ones. Truly, truly crazy. Yeah, the, 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 yes. Yeah, the, the truly crazy. The, uh, the Timothy McVeighs and all of the Al-Qaeda they plan it for years and years in advance. And Terry Nichols, was that also McVeigh's partner, I believe? Yes. yes. Terry Nichols. Well, he, I don't think he ever admitted that he was a partner. I think he got convicted. Well, they, yeah, these, they put him to death, so we can say what we want now. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, sorry, we, we write the history. Number three, the Second Amendment only applies to the military, not regular citizens. Did as a sidebar. Uh, oh. Did, did, oh, look, Alex just woke up. Sidebar, you're right. Sidebar? Sidebar? Huh? 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 Um, huh? Did anybody see that uh, that fool Richard Dreyfus's comments this week? No. Uh, he, uh, he he said... I have a full a full filter on my computer. Full filter. Full filter. I have... I, now, you, you had a full filter at the house. You just got fixed, too, didn't you? I, no, that's, that's a, a pool. Pool, pool filter. filter. Okay, gotcha. Different letter. Gotcha. The, you had to bring that up. Well, you know... Now I'm going to get a phone call. <laughs> the... Uh, he, 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 his comments were somewhere along the lines of that guns were, were only ever meant for the, the militia and they were never meant for the citizen. I have a retort to that. Yeah. The, the NRA very, very early on in this process argued that the Second Amendment applied to sporting firearms as well as military-style firearms. And that argument was what they pursued – but I will tell you, there were many people out there at the time that argued that was exactly the opposite, that there is no sporting protection under the Second Amendment, that if you want a firearm, it's a military-grade, military-application firearm yes. is the one yes. you're entitled to have under the Second Amendment. Yeah. And a sporting firearm has no protections under the Second Amendment, which means I should be able to get a SAW 249. Right, here, exactly. <laughs> Listen, now, now the, Sounds the, good to me. The, I mean, U.S. code's clear on it, and and and, every, and of course, I don't have it in front of me. We're on a remote, under the computer, sitting here. The 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 militia is defined under U.S. code as there's two forms of militia. There's the regular militia and the irregular militia. The regular militia are those that are in the National Guard or in the reserve components. The irregular militia is every other able-bodied man in this country. 
I would make make me para irregular, right? Because I'm not completely able bodied. Yeah. I've broken parts. You are part of the militia according to the U.S. Code. So, uh, and it, it's 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 pretty clear. All right, so uh, we're. we're uh, uh, you could write an entire book on this topic alone, but the bottom line is that when the Constitution was written, every able well, here you go, every able-bodied adult was expected to fight when called upon, thus making people the militia. The key words in the Second Amendment are not a well-regulated militia, but rather the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It seems pretty straightforward to me, but don't take my word for it. Take the Supreme Court's word in uh, D.C. versus Heller established that the Second Amendment protects and reserves an individual's right to possess a firearm unconnected and regardless of service in a militia and to use that arm for legal purposes such as self-defense. So as you were just saying, Kevin, uh, with the, the NRA's old stance, now Heller has, has clarified that's that, that position, that, yes, you could have sporting firearms, you could have other firearms for self-defense. It doesn't necessarily need to be the firearm only for military purposes. But military purposes are still there. So I want a 240 Bravo, for those that know what that is. Kevin wants a saw. I want a 240 well, Bravo. I, I I'm not carrying I, either one. I, I, no, no, no. You're I, the right-hand I, man. I want, no, no. I want a Patriot battery. <laughs> okay, I'll drive that around for you. <laughs> and, you know, I could probably find one of those. I, could, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. I used to be in that business. I, uh-huh. could, I could probably get that. Owning Number four, owning firearms won't prevent an oppressive government. I want to bet. Yeah. <laughs> it worked once. I got lots of governments we could talk to about this. Uh, it won't matter if you have guns when the government has drones and missiles. Yeah, yeah. you want you want to bet? Let me point. Let me point out some simple facts to you. Yeah, the um, uh, we had helicopters, B fifty two bombers. We had um, uh, one eleven lightning. Yeah, F elevens. <laughs> we we had battleships. We had we had everything. That that the world could desire in nineteen from nineteen sixty two to nineteen seventy two in in Vietnam, yeah. and yet some some guys, peasants guys, with rifles, beat guys, us. guys with three oh three in yeah. the field bolt action okay. rifles, whooped us and bicycles and, and ran us out. Uh, if you if you don't think if you don't think that terrorist style tactics work, just look overseas right now and see what's going on. Look what's going on in our own country. Uh, it's it's a um, it's 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 ridiculous to think that. If we don't have firearms, the the government won't uh, be oppressive. It's it's what's keeping them. They're using at bay at times. They're, they're using everything but lethal force on us now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I I just I'm expecting the audit anytime. <laughs> You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Studio. We'll be get back. See ya. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration's opened an investigation into Harman car radios following a recent recall of 1.4 million Fiat Chrysler cars and trucks due to a hacking vulnerability. That vulnerability was exposed by two security guards and well-known hackers disclosed in a Wired magazine article. Fiat Chrysler recalling more than 322,000 sedans worldwide because side airbags can inflate if the doors are slammed too hard. 
The recall covers certain Dodge Chargers from the 2011 to 2014 model years. Justice Department says problems have been fixed that led to about 2,100 work permits being mistakenly awarded under President Obama's executive immigration action. A Texas-based judge had ordered federal officials to explain how the permits were wrongly given out in May after he put the immigration plan on hold at the request of a coalition of 26 states. This is SRN News. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off hey how was your weekend great i went to the range and i went shooting oh man i wish i could shoot as much as you but you know i can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg you should try sendmeammo.com uh, what was that you mean sendmeammo.com yeah yeah i mean that what was that those are my friends from sendmeammo.com just go to their website www.sendmeammo.com and sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Listening to Armstrong Radio live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Keltec Studios online right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. 
This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you. Now, 407. 407. That's, uh, that's the area code for where we are. Seven, what's the? 774-8255. 407-774-TALK. Give us a call. I know it's a long-distance number if you're not in the Orlando area. but No, it's not. Use your cell phone. There you go. Use your cell. Use your cell, and it's not a long-distance call. Use, use your VoIP. If you have a cell phone, then they still charge you long-distance. Go find yourself a teenager and have them correct your problem for you. Okay. Uh, perhaps even younger than a teenager. Oh, uh, but make sure you're related to them. Don't walk up to them in a school uh, if hey, you're not yeah, related. I got a problem. I got a problem. Can you correct yeah. it? Yeah, do we that. don't need that. And if, if you find a, yourself arrested by the police, don't forget to call Max Law Orlando for uh, helping out of that situation. Uh, we were talking about, before we went to the break, the top five dumbest anti-gun arguments. We've got down to uh, we got down to number five, but we're gonna go we're gonna go back over them again real quick. Number one, the more guns there are, the more suicide there is. Yeah, no, no, not true, not true. Massacres happen. Number two, massacres happen because people have access to guns. Uh, no, so also, yeah, also also not true. The Second Amendment only applies to the military, not regular citizens. Uh, just so wrong. It just we're not even gonna. To be to be yeah. fair. It took 200 years for that to actually be ruled yeah, on. Well, you know, and, and, and again, I don't know why. <laughs> That's because everybody went, duh. Yeah, yeah, it's in the code. You know, it says what the militia is. Uh, but but now, again, militia it means something different today in, in, in a normal vernacular than it did 200 years ago. Right. And and a lot of people use that word as a accusation. Yes. It, it is, oh, oh, you're one of those kind of people. Right, right. Right, right. whereas the, the militia is a... Uh, the militias are looking to usurp the government, or they right. are foreign foreign fighters, or something along. We're going those to lines. overthrow the United right, States. Right, right, correct. Why so, bother? It's yeah, going to yeah. kill itself. We don't right. have to do anything. Yeah. To Number four, owning firearms won't prevent an oppressive government. No, that's just not true. I mean, that's what keeps them at bay. You know, and listen, even in uh, Afghanistan and in Iraq, um, and my experiences Afghanistan, not Iraq, the when after clearing houses and moving through and figuring out who was who was a good Afghani and bad Afghani, you still left every household with a firearm. You gave it back. Yeah. yeah. You might hold it for a little bit while you're finishing your... Sure, you want to, you know, do, yeah. you know, conduct... Hey, uh, yeah, conduct you can't use this on me while I'm in here, mm-hmm. but right. here you go. Right. Protect so, your family. So it's a, uh, it's it's definitely, you know, so they can protect themselves against their new government, you know, and, uh, and of course, uh, you know, other, other foreign fighters over there. And number five, here we go. Is Derringers? No, no. I'm sorry. Number five is not. Well played, Number five sir. is not well Derringers. Played. Number five well is not played. Derringers. That's an or old show. It? Sorry. Or is it? Number five. Um, we don't need guns. We have police for our protection. Listen, you know how hard it is to carry a police officer with you everywhere. <laughs> it's a, listen, some of them more than others too. You know. Uh, the, um, They're impossible to get out of that donut shop. Yeah, yep. Hey, listen, you go to the donut shop because it's open late and it's well lit and it has a lot of windows. That's uh-huh. why. That's why. Uh-huh. And they have coffee All's to I'm keep you awake. All I'm hearing from you is justification. Keep, keep you awake, yes, yes. It's called a rationalization. <laughs> um, many, many years as a police officer, I could tell you that when seconds count, the police are only minutes away. 
and, and that's 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 what it comes down to. I'm, can't be everywhere. You could be as proactive as a law enforcement officer as you could possibly be. I can remember over the course of 20 years in law enforcement, one time I was within 10 seconds or 15 seconds of being there while the crime was being occurred and still didn't get there in time. I was there within 10 or 15 seconds of the call being dispatched and still missed the call. Missed the bad guy running out the back of the bank as we were approaching the other side of the bank. It just, the, the time delay is too much. You can't be there as, the, as it's happening. But the firearm on your hip or concealed properly or in your desk or in your home can be. So uh, the explanation given here by the author is, I have absolutely nothing but respect for the thin blue line and the men and women who routinely put themselves at risk for the safety of their community. At a time of shrinking local and state resources, though, law enforcement is not always as quick or as readily accessible as it needs to be to prevent crime from happening. Well, and again, I don't think we're talking about preventing crimes yeah, from and, happening. And that's not their job. Yeah. Crime um, prevention is not part of law enforcement's charter. It's, 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 yeah, it's not. And I know there was a court case within the past. Several. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that there's no duty to, what is it, no duty to serve and protect. It's the duty to, it's no duty to, to respond. respond and report. Right. Something like that. Yeah, it's uh, Castle no. Rock. It came out of Colorado, I believe, in 96. Okay. Uh, places like Detroit or other large metro areas. Wait times of up to an hour have been recorded responding to emergencies. It's irresponsible and reckless for for us to completely put the safety of our families and neighbors in the hands of law enforcement. They need our help and cannot predict when or where crimes will happen. Just like everyone should know basic first aid for use in emergency before EMS arrives, everyone should also be able to fend for him or herself until law enforcement arrives. If this kind of logic holds up, then you're not allowed to cook until a chef comes to your house. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you don't want to you don't want to ruin the meal. Don't want to don't want to don't want to mess so that up. You're wasting food. Wait yeah. for the cook. Yep, absolutely. The chef. Um, you have uh, you have you have many options available to you uh, when when dealing with these anti-gun arguments. Let me uh, let me tell you the one that uh, that just recently came out, uh, and it was after it had to do when I was researching this story about the top five uh, dumbest anti-gun arguments. Oh, dude, please tell. <laughs> uh, this is from, I don't know if you ever uh, read any of Kurt Schlichter, Kurt Schlichter's stuff. Kurt Schlichter, independent writer, writes for the journal by the IJ Review, uh, which is an opinion platform, uh, and any opinions or information put forth by those contributors are exclusive to them, and they don't represent IJ Review, but, or, excuse me, uh, IJ Review, but... Uh, yeah, that's called a disclaimer. Yeah, it's, 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 it's got a lot of good knowledge, good base. Um, the best response for any of these anti-gunners, uh, American American gun owners are beginning to respond with a fresh and powerful argument when, face, when facing anti-gun liberals. Again, you just heard the top five dumbest anti-gun arguments, and every one of them, you shake your head. You, you, where do you come up with this information? How is that possible? How do you come to that conclusion? And when you when you give them a good response, they, they still sit there in defiance. And they'll never do that. Unless they've got a crowd of similarly minded liberals with them, sure, because they like to move in gangs. Yes, G gangs, gangs or packs, packs. Uh, yes, I, no, that Herds? gangs, 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 packs. mobs, mobs. Yeah, I like mobs better. Maybe schools. No, no, no schools. They're not, they're not fish. No, there's no that's, learning. That's going that smells fishy. Um, Congress. Yes. No, yes. a murder. A murder. They like to yeah. move in a murder. Like to move in a murder. There you go. Uh, but not with guns. No, no, not with guns. No, like in crows. American gun owners are beginning to respond with a fresh, powerful argument 
when facing anti-gun liberals. Are you ready for it? You ready? Screw you. <laughs> I was thinking your mama. Screw. Except the first word isn't really screw. Yeah. But that's what that's what the article says. I'm just quoting the article. It's uh, it's not exactly a traditional argument, but it's certainly appropriate. The fact is there is no point in arguing with liberal gun control advocates because their argument is never in good faith. It's exactly what we're telling you. They slander gun owners as murderers. They lie about their ultimate aim, which is to ban and confiscate all privately owned weapons. And they adopt a pose of reasonability, yet their position is so susceptible to change because of evidence is not, I'm sorry, is not susceptible to change because of evidence, facts, or law. None of those matter. They already have their conclusion. This has to do with power, their power. Every, every, you, you don't have any power unless you hold a tool in your hand that can stop you from being oppressed. You don't. That, that's, that's delusional. For, for the liberal individual to think that when a group of people decides to walk through their neighborhood after some kind of natural disaster and take everything in their house, help themselves to his or her children – and not going to be able to do anything about it, but sit there and go, look, we'll go to counseling after this is over. You'll be fine. If that's yeah. your answer yeah. to stopping somebody from raping your children, then perhaps you shouldn't have had them in the first place. You have to be able to defend your family. If you want to resort to just using a claw hammer, all right. But don't take away the fact that I want to be a bit more efficient in the way I defend my family. Well, what is it? At, uh, what's her name? Uh, Feinstein. She said um... – when threatened with the gun, just just put your hands up and lay down and, and, and be compliant, and they'll leave you alone. Sure they will. I watched that happen all over this planet. Yeah. You laid down, you were compliant, and they shot you in the head. Yep. Now Very I only recently. had to use one. Very recently. It happened in France within the past six months when they had their terror attacks. Yeah. Everybody tried to do what they were told yep. and didn't make any difference. Yep. Because you know what? You weren't – you didn't comply fast enough. Nope. That was fine. Uh, we'll have some more about screw you to gun rights advocates when we come back. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual tube magazines that hold a dozen 12 gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech. A family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. 
Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Uh, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get what calibers do they have at sendmeammo.com you can get 223 380 9 mil 40 cal and 45 at sendmeammo.com it's guaranteed ammo monthly so i can get range and defense ammo yes you can so sign up now at sendmeammo.com it's guaranteed ammo monthly uh, do these guys follow you around all day yeah it's great in the carpool lane but it's no fun in the bathroom Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an Arms Room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the Arms Room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your Arms Room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop ArmsRoom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's ArmsRoom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off you're listening to arms room radio live from the Keltech studios call the arms room hotline right now 407-774-8255 407-774-8255 now more arms room radio live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Hey, we're talking about uh, gun right advocates have a devastating new argument against gun control. Are you ready for it? I've said it. I'm going to say it again. I don't know how many times uh, let, we get. Let, but let, let, what is it? What is it? Let me say it. Derringers. Derringers. No, not Derringers. Ah, Derringers. Nice I don't know how many try. times we could say this. Actually, we... that's not a bad argument. <laughs> before the FCC starts to knock on the door. but um... they, That's why we did it from here. They don't know where yeah, we yeah, are. Yeah. Uh, we Except put we the address said, out. Yeah, but yeah. they can't read. When given given the crazy arguments that you get from the, the, from the wrong side of the gun debate, the, the pro- only proper response is, screw you. You know, and then that's that's what this author is, is telling us. You can't argue with somebody who's lying about their position or whose position is not based upon reason. You could talk all day about how crime is diminished where concealed carry is allowed, while it flourishes in Democrat blue cities where gun control is tightest. You could point to statistics showing that law-abiding citizens who carry legally are exponentially less likely to commit gun crimes than other people. You could cite examples of armed citizens protecting themselves and their communities with guns. You can offer government statistics showing how the typical America is at many times greater risk of death from an automobile crash, a fall, or poisoning than from murder by gun. But none of that matters because this debate is not about facts. We know that. No, of course yeah, not. we know it's not facts. No, don't cloud the issue yeah, with yeah. facts. It's, it's about power. The liberal anti-gun narrative is not aimed at creating the best public policy, but it's aimed at disarming citizens the liberal elite look down upon and for whom and for whom weapons represent 
their last ditch ability to respond to liberal overreach. It's, you know, I read this article and it was, yeah, you know, why, why do we keep having this argument? Why do we have to, why do we sit down and we keep explaining? Well, you know, we hear, we do it because we, we want to educate. We want to help bring truth to people and to listeners so they understand what the, what the good argument is. When you, when you get these crappy liberals that, that lie and cheat, we, we, want, we want you to know the facts as, as they are. But listen, if you're sitting there and the guy comes up to you at the bar and or it's it's in the the parking lot at Walmart and you you start having a conversation about guns and and he tells you, well, well, guns uh, guns kill more children than anything else in the world. You, you know, screw you. No, yeah. Yeah. Planned Parenthood does. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, Earl. But that that, don't, do we don't, that doesn't matter. They're not really kids. You you don't know. Oh, you know oh, that they're not. Right. Yeah. They're, they're not. They weren't born. So they're okay. yeah. The the whole beating heart thing. No, no. doesn't. Yeah, doesn't matter. Uh, none of that matters. None of that matters at all. Put simply, liberal elitists don't like the fact that uh, at the end of the day, an armed citizenry can tell them no. You, you mentioned something a, a moment ago about liars. And, and one of the things that I have noticed, and, and you may have noticed, in, in taking the depositions of people who are notorious for not telling the truth is they will stick to that story. Well, you had to interview them when you were in okay. law enforcement. Just want to make sure we're talking about the same parties. <laughs> I, uh, I, I would invariably hear them continue to tell the same lie over and over and over to the point where they would actually begin to believe the lie. Oh, sure. Yeah, you, you tell it enough, it becomes the, the, the truth. It becomes your perception yeah. of the truth. And that's what's happened to a lot of these people. They, they have... They have for lack of a better term, they have consumed the Kool-Aid and they truly believe that what they're saying is true. And when you force them to face the reality of the argument they're making, they just simply start screaming at you and tell you you're a murderer and they walk off. Exactly what the article says. They argue in bad faith, shamelessly lying, libeling their opponents and hiding their real end game. Sure, sometimes the mask slips and a liberal politician like Bloomberg or Dianne Feinstein reveals their true agenda, true agenda, but mostly they stay on message. Well, they're reading from script. Well, that's exactly what it is. It's the, it's the stump speech. Right. It's their anti-gun. It's stump for the children. Speech. It's for the children, yeah. Kevin. Yeah. If it's for the children. Uh, for example, Barack Obama, who always tries to reassure us bitter clingers that he doesn't want to take our guns speaks longingly about the Australian plan, which was confiscation of most viable defensive weapons from the civilian population. Obama is lying. He's he's lying about gay marriage. He's lying about your doctor. And he's likewise lying about guns. Uh, The minute he could disarm every American civilian, he would something particularly alarming in the light of, his pal Bill Ayer's infamous observation that fundamentally transforming America will require killing at least 25 million citizens. Well, are they going to do those with guns, or are we going to have a? No. We're going to get some. We're going to no. get some, uh, some gonna, showers going he's, again. He's going to you know? let all that mental illness just rack up with no proper medical care under the Obama Care Act. No wonder free Americans are done pretending the gun argument is a rational debate and are responding with an extended middle finger and the challenge to come and take their arms. The fact remains that any outright attempt 
to take the arms from tens of millions of American gun owners would almost certainly result in a second civil war. And we all know how the first civil war went for the Democrats. Uh, Earl, you, you know it well, uh, as I do. And in the 80s, it was, you can have my gun when you take it from my dead cold hands. I heard cold dead hand, but okay. same thing. That one? You can have my gun. Oh, fingers. You heard fingers? Okay. Uh, Pry it from my cold. Pry it. Okay, so some variation thereof. We get the the point. I I like the finger analogy you gave earlier about the middle finger because Mm -hmm. that was actually something that the armies of, I believe it was King Henry VIII, said to the French. That finger is one of the ones they used to pull their bow with. And, Mm -hmm. hey, they were going to cut them all off. Hey, still got my finger for plucking me you yes yeah so it was it used to be the you could have my gun when you take it from my cold dead fingers and or hands mm-hmm. today it's come on molon lave there you go which is uh that is from it's, it's greek it, yes it's originally greek. it's greek for anyone it, no, that it's, has, it's greek now it's, greek, it's, it's still greek. greek still greek still greek it's the original greek <laughs> never yes. changed accredited, would, accredited to King Leonidas Thank you. from Sparta. Exactly. When in the, his uh, when response the, to when the Iranians came, I'm Persians. sorry, did I say Iranians? <laughs> when, Persians. The, when the Persians came and said, uh, uh, "We want an offering." Spartans, lay down your arms. No, we want an out. offering of water and earth for you to swear allegiance to our king. You must give us a, an, an offering of water and earth. And Leonidas's response was. Come take it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, come take. Uh, no wonder free Americans are done pretending the gun argument is rational debate, and they're responding with the extended middle finger. And now, if you didn't know where the middle finger history came from, you know now. Kevin just gave it to you. So that's that's boom. That's dropping knowledge. That's, right. that's you know. That's what you get at Maxwell, Orlando. A little history lesson. Little right right and there. If, and if anyone well, you is know, able I was to there. history lesson. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> we have documented proof. He, I'm so old, I won't dinosaurs. He beat me to the punch. <laughs> he knew where and I you was know going. I'm old, but I'm quick. Yes, yes you are. Out of your sales. <laughs> so through a campaign of shaming, dissembling, and outright slander, liberals are trying to talk Americans into giving up their weapons voluntarily. There's always another common sense restriction to enact, spurred on by a, a tragedy that the last common sense restriction didn't prevent and that the proposed new common sense restriction would not have prevented. They want to do it in baby steps and with their cooperation since they cannot do it by force. We, we, we talk about the number one on our, on our hit parade, our police hit, well, he's, he bounces back and forth, number one. He's in the top four. Number, number two. Uh, in, in Chicago, uh, Chief, uh, uh, was it McNamara? No, yeah. I can't keep them all straight. Anyway, he's the oh, one. That, you have a vein named after each uh, one. We should be able to <laughs> read them from your face. He, he, he's the one that says, after the, after the Chicago shootings on July 4th weekend, remember where 14 people were shot, seven were killed Not in the most shootings like 12 hours? In, in the history of Chicago right. on, on right. 4th of July. And he says, we need more common sense gun laws. We, what? What? We you're all, you're uh, already the most strict. <laughs> And you, city had more, in the nation. and you had more officers on the street than any other city probably in the United States. Was that for three hours? Yeah, for three hours. Yeah, three hours. Yeah. 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 We didn't tell you about it either. Yeah. told you about it afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We didn't tell you there were going to be more cops there, but it was a secret. Does secret squirrels, cops. <laughs> <laughs> there are a few people arguing good faith, but it's too late. Liberal writer Kurt Eichenwald recently wrote a compromise proposal to settle the gun issue that was notable because he actually analyzed gun freedom arguments and agreed with some of them. 
He cited the silliness of the assault weapons and the cop killer bullet lies. While he still rejects 30-round capacity magazines, he began with opposition to silencers. And then, after hearing facts and evidence from knowledgeable gun owners, he changed his position. That's good faith, the threshold requirement for a real debate. But Eichenwald mistakenly assumes this is a debate based upon reason between good faith opponents. It's not. It's based upon the desire of liberals for total supremacy. Well, if it's for if if it's for idiocy, they're supreme at idiocy. They're su- supremacy at idiocy. I think with, that's with, called with idiocracy. <laughs> there you go. So great movie. <laughs> so until oh, I, I want to so bad roll into quotes from that movie, but I'm not. Going to. <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to. <laughs> so until the gun control argument becomes a real argument instead of a transpower power grab, there's only one appropriate response to liberal gun owner bans, and it's simply to similar screw. to. Oh, it's, it's it's similar to screw you. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. This is uh, uh, I've read a couple of of, of Eichenwald's recent uh, writings, and and they've turned him, and it's it's kind of like they sat him down and they showed him the facts, and he went okay, and then when he got to more of the facts, like I don't like my brain can't take this one. Let's just stop right now. <laughs> Let's stop. Right now. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Please remember to exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you are ready, stay ready. And if you're not ready, get ready. See you after the break. Live from the Caltech Studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Caltech Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Quickly around the table, we got a bunch of stuff we want to cover with you this hour. Quickly, quickly. So let's get quickly, quickly around the table. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson, Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Oh, yeah. There he is. There he is. Good to be back. Sitting across from him today. I'm sitting across from the producer for those that uh, are checking the book. You know, it's rectangle table, six foot by, by two and a half foot. I'm on the left side. Earl's on the right side. On one side, directly across from me is producer Joe, guest producer, uh, field producer. Field producer. Field producer. Engineer. Field engineer. Field engineer. Yeah, get it right. Not the chief get engineer. Right. Not even close. The field engineer. Chief engineer. So he knows how to make the stuff work. Right. The chief uh, engineer. Not the chief uh-huh. engineer. Right. He's the one. The that, chief engineer calls the engineer in the right. field and goes, "It's broken." Make chief it. engineer right. is the one that can do the, uh, the the cold warp engine restart. Yeah. When we it, when it, we start to spiral down towards the the planet we're circling. Notice, notice he's not. Notice he's not the red shirt here. Not the red shirt. No, he's not. No. We see the oh. red shirt. <laughs> That's Sherry's Food Delivery Service. <laughs> the pie wagon. The pie wagon. <laughs> Directly across from uh, the, the great, 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 great grandson is uh, Legal Ninja, the courtroom assassin. Please welcome back Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. And his samurai sidekick to his left, Alec Weber Esquire. Sir. Esquire. Yo. <laughs> Yo. 
Take some legal stuff, legal stuff to talk about since we got a couple of lawyers here. Might as well uh, let's let's test them. We'll test them. We got a couple of legal <laughs> topics to talk Good about. Good luck with that. First one, first one we're going to talk about for, though, and Earl's going to snap a photo of this, and we're going to put it up on one of the arms room pages here. Is we just got some cookies delivered to us. Yes, we oh did. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> They're stupid good. Um, I'm, an, I'm in a sugar coma, and I'm not even diabetic. These are, Don't these try are, the snoring. I brought, I brought extra insulin. We'll okay, be fine. Cool. cool. These are the kind of cookies that will make you cheat on other cookies. <laughs> <laughs> these just, you know. If you need a divorce from those other cookies, yeah. call us. These, these cookies <laughs> you are. You bring me a box of these cookies. I'll do that no, other no, divorce no, pro bono. No, 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 no. <laughs> one of, uh, one of the, uh, the the. St- Another gun store they were closely affiliated with, um, uh, always armed, and in, in uh, on Edgewater Drive, just south of my office. Uh, well, just just north, north of my office. office. <laughs> yeah, uh, but on Edgewater Drive, I'm just south of Fairbanks. Taking a do- detour every day on the way home. Uh, always armed. There's a there's a little little hole in the wall. You know, one shop, uh, a little place where they make some cookies. They make it's a baked goods place. Yes. These guys, in the course of three I think months, they're referred to as bakeries. <laughs> it says. It says. Baker, where we do bake stuff. <laughs> um, <laughs> Straight to the point. The, a- the active pronunciation of that verb is bakery. Uh, the name of the place is Sugar Buzz. And, and that's okay. what I have right now. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Sugar Buzz Dessert Company with a Z. So it's like, you know. Oh, yeah. Make the, yeah. Make the hand signal yeah. on the radio. Yeah, everybody can see that. Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> snap, snap, snap. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this place is right next to Always Armed over on... Uh, over on uh, Edgewater, just south of Fairbanks, right there at the corner. And we stumbled upon, upon this place walking over to the convenience store to get a drink. And it, and it said, bakery, cookie place. And we went in there. And let's just say I go to Always Armed about every day now. <laughs> I wonder why, you, I I wonder why you're dropping by the yeah. office all the time. <laughs> it's it's the cookie shop. Earl's going to stamp a couple of pictures of some cookies. There's Earl's going to he's gonna, he's gonna send them. <laughs> no, he's not. Get away. Get away. He's mine. <laughs> He's going to snap some pictures of cookies. He's going to give you their contact information, and we're going to let you uh, talk to them, uh, let you contact them. I think they're closed on Mondays, so that's why you don't see me on Mondays, Kevin, (laughs) because there's no reason for you to come down. Yeah, Yeah. use that card, Earl. My daughter just dropped off a new card with Earl. The one I was going to give him actually has chocolate on it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I was going to. Not what you want to use, yeah. Um, Legal issues. We've we've talked to you, and you know he's a friend of the program, um, George Zimmerman. He he was attacked. Uh, what was it three months ago now? Something like that. While in his car, he had a uh, lunatic uh, track him down uh, and um, and uh, swerve around him, block him off, cut him off. Uh, fired two shots. One, one, one shot. One shot. One shot through George's uh, completely limo limo tinted window that you cannot see through. Yeah, Filed it through there and embedded. I know what it was. It, it came apart and embedded in two different places above George's head. Right. It went um, through the window into the headliner and and shattered when it reached the ceiling or the roof of the car. Right. And and George got all the spray glass, uh, all the, the glass fragments in his face from the passenger side window. Right. Okay. Face and right arm. This was yesterday. This was yesterday. A uh, man accused of shooting at George Zimmerman during a traffic stop has had his bond revoked and is heading to jail. Judge on Friday said Matthew Apperson should be jailed because he was charged with committing a new crime while out on bond. That's the criteria. Yes, yeah, standard standard procedure. Yeah. You're on bond. One of the conditions of your uh, pretrial release is you remain at large, or you remain in public without committing new crimes. Yeah, it's okay. called it's called a, a new crime. 
a new law offense. That charge made against Apperson last month was of disorderly conduct. So it happened a month ago, but evidently it just now got charged. And maybe maybe well, this is one of those right. the, Wait, the police come file a report, they send it to the state attorney, state attorney reviews it and says, Yes, we're going to file this charge. Right. He wasn't jailed for it, otherwise he would have had his uh in jail or his his initial appearance within forty eight hours. Right. Police say he urinated on a neighbor's door. At the time he was on bond for his charge involving Mr. Zimmerman. Now see I heard that a little different. Go right ahead, sir. What I heard is he called nine one one. Who and- Mr. Apperson. Mr. Apperson, okay. And said, listen, I'm not peeing on my neighbor's doorstep, threatening her pool man, and cursing obscenities. I'm just peeing on my neighbor's doorstep, cursing obscenities, and threatening her pool man. Yeah. So apparently it wasn't in the same order, Got the order and wrong. that made yeah. it not illegal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, of course. And, that, and that's where you learn to shut your mouth. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Now, you can talk yourself into jail, but you'll never talk yourself out of jail. Apperson denied the accusation. Uh, we know back in May, the state attorney finally upgraded the charges to second-degree murder against the inf- incident with Mr. Zimmerman. Uh, George, it says here George was not injured, but we know he did receive some wrong glass shrapnel <laughs> to the face, not to mention whatever you know emotional trauma that you receive when a gunshot goes off next to your face and they're trying to put a bullet in your head. So uh, that's... Uh, Details. That's that's something. Yeah, details. Listen, Earl should have just. Uh, we just watched him post, and we're oh all sitting here. Oh my god! We're all. We're, we're all. Uh, he's in the way. I got to do something. Took the with picture, him. and now he's eating the cookie. The cookie that we have. Let me just give you the quick description of this cookie. It's about eh, five inches, six inches uh, around. It's a it's a tea plate. It's a tea plate, but it is chocolate chip with sea salt. Oh, it's so good. Okay, are you are you are you, are you catching what I'm saying? It's it's a little bit of the sweet. No. it's a little bit of the it's a little bit of the tart. Is that the universal sign for break me off a it's, piece? It's yeah, a, it was. It is. This is a cookie that you're gonna you're gonna definitely want to go in Orlando. Hey, listen, they might ship. I don't know if you're in you're listening in Washington State. You're in upstate New York, wherever you happen to be. Earl's, uh, uh you, listen, they've got they've got a website. I have a great idea. So, you buy them and have me go by and pick them up, and I'll be sure they get to you. Uh huh. That'll work. Yeah. All the empty boxes you can you can <laughs> yeah. you can stay. Oh, they might be full. These are they might uh, be pre-eaten, but they might be full. <laughs> Each one might have a little taste. You take a little. Taste. <laughs> I had to make sure it was good. I had to make sure it was good. One bite from each. Okay, it's safe. Okay, you listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Kilt. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Oh, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries 
injuries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9 mil, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in a carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the P380 in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Uh, we, this is some more, some more, uh, some more uh, lawyer stuff here. We we want to want to get to get some legal news out to you. We want you to be aware. This conversation actually came up. I don't recall if it was on the air, off the air, when uh, we were sitting around at uh, one of our many, many radio planning meetings. That uh, this this had uh, become an issue again. Peel's court upheld doctor-patient gun law. This is a Florida story, but this applies to. Many other states that may be going under similar similar impositions by their physicians. Uh, so let me give you what, what has gone on here in Florida. Uh, for the second time in a little more than a year, a federal appeals court Tuesday upheld a controversial Florida law that restricts doctors from asking questions and recording information about patients' gun ownership. So what this means is a couple of years back here in Florida, not, uh, 2011 law, was that it? Yeah, 2011 law. That says a doctor cannot ask you, do you have a firearm in the home during your physical exam of you, uh, a dependent, child, spouse, whatever. They can't ask you as part of the questioning, do you have a firearm in the house? Uh, 
The two-to-one decision by a panel of the 11th U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals was a victory for the National Rifle Association and other guns rights advocates and a defeat for medical groups that argued, at least in part, that the law infringed on doctors' First Amendment rights. I don't know how it could be construed. This is what I'm, I'm looking at the two lawyers here. How it could be construed that it's a doctor's First Amendment right to ask me if I have a gun. Well, the doctor has a right to say what he wants to say. Mm-hmm. He just doesn't have the ask, right to ask you a question that you don't want to answer. I got asked that question. Do you have a firearm in your home? And I looked at him and went, do I have a firearm in my home? Of course not. <laughs> a would imply one. I don't even have a firearm on me. Yeah. <laughs> the response I had used in the past, and, and I had been asked this before, uh, was – uh, uh, do you have a firearm in the home? And my response was always, what is your sexual orientation? <laughs> what does that matter? It, well, this, it, 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 the, the, it it's the same matter yeah, as, exactly. you know, as, as if I have a firearm in the home. Um, it's a personal question, and I'm not going to answer it the same way you're not going to answer the question I just asked you. Now, what was going on, though, was many of those doctors were saying, well, then get out. We're not gonna, I'm not going to be your physician. Well, my and, answer to your question would be yes. Which you have a sexual <laughs> you have a sexual orientation? It's working, Kevin. It's working. What is your, what is your sexual orientation? Yes. Yes. Okay. I'll write that. Yes, please. Yes. Yes. Please. Often. Often. Upright. Upright. Awake. I'm talking about Kevin now. Right. <laughs> the uh, appeals court Medi- medicated. Yeah, talking about Kevin. <laughs> The appeals court last July also upheld the 2011 law, but issued a revised ruling Tuesday. After last year's decision, medical groups continued challenging the law, including asking for a rehearing before the entire Atlanta-based appellate court. Bonk. Dubbed the Docs versus Glocks law. Okay. I've never heard that before. I've never heard Has that. anybody ever heard that dubbed that way? No. Okay. Because, you know, maybe six the- hour would have been really offended. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, Mr. Author. You, you just made that up. Um, the measure includes a series of restrictions on doctors and other health providers. As an example, it seeks to prevent physicians from entering information about gun ownership into medical records if the physicians know the information is not relevant to the patient's medical care or safety or to the safety of other people. Um, oh, well, there you go. See, your teachers told you back in school that your permanent record will follow you everywhere. Mm-hmm. Further evidence that your permanent record will follow you everywhere. The some of the questions I could see perhaps it's relevant if you have, I don't know, a gunshot wound and you're at the doctor's office. Um, you got shot? Where'd you get shot? Is there a gun in the house? You know, maybe. Per- where'd maybe. you get shot? In my leg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, per- perhaps it is there. Or if you happen to tell the doctor, you know, I've been feeling depressed lately and I've had thoughts of suicide. Then perhaps... Follow-up is necessary? Maybe a follow-up, yes. But, oh. you know, or do you plan on jumping off a building should be a question also. You know, no, do you no, have a firearm? about firearms. Yeah, because remember, All the gun it's the gun that commits suicide. Well, you know, if you ask that question, and, and I know some doctors that might ask that question, you know, if, if they were having someone in their office and that person exhibited a behavior that they thought was concerning, I have seen that problem solved while they were in the office. Well, here, take this now. What is it? Well, it's a psychotropic medication that's going to stop you from having that thought anymore while I get the police to come and Baker Act you so that you don't hurt yourself. Um, 
they most of the doctors that I know are not going to let somebody that they think is seriously a risk to themselves out of the room until right. they've done something to protect them. They're there to save a life. They do have an obligation to serve and protect. Not like law enforcement. Well, again, the individual may may want to, but the courts and the departments uh, that will, will state for insurance purposes, they're not here to serve and protect. They're here to respond no. and report. Now, doctors are there yes. to save your life. Yes, the doctors are there to save your life. Unless, of course, it's Dr. Kevorkian. <laughs> He's there to help. He's that's, a that's, that's a quality of life. That's quali- don't get me started on that because you won't like the result. I, wait, wait, as long as you keep your hands above the table, I think we're cool. No, you won't like the result because it'll take up the entire rest of the show and you won't get to talk about any more gun stuff. No, we have to talk about gun stuff. It's a gun show. But you, but if you talked about Convorkia, and I'll get you started, and you won't be able to stop. Okay, back on top. I see. What I warned him. I, wa- I warned him. Did uh-huh. I not warn him? We'll just mix it in every once in a while. We'll throw the word Convorkia. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, as another example, the law says doctors should refrain from asking about gun ownership uh, by patients or family members unless the doctors believe in good faith that the information is relevant to medical care or safety. This is what we were just talking about. You know, did, did they believe that it was in good faith to ask you? Uh, about if there's a firearm in the house, if you just told them, I'm thinking about killing myself, you know, or I have a gunshot in my leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, federal district judge in 2012 sided with opponents of the law and issued an injunction against him. But the appeals court last July and again Tuesday overturned the injunction. Purpose of the act, as we read it, is not to protect patient privacy by shielding patients from any and all discussion about firearms with their physicians. The act merely requires physicians to refrain from broaching a conceitedly sensitive topic when they lack any good faith belief that such information is relevant to the medical care or safety of their patients or others, said the majority opinion written by Judge Gerald Joflot and joined by Judge L. Scott Kugler. Now, here's the issue that I know we've talked about this in the past. They're saying they're doing this for, because it's relevant to medical care or safety of their patients. Then they should be asking, you do have a firearm in your home, don't you? <laughs> yeah, Let's yeah. ask this row. And you That's, say no, then they give you a card for the arms room. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> we, uh, uh, you know, a, a, gun, a gun house is a safer house. But we, we know that, and we'll argue with the, the other side as need fit, or we'll give them the, the new response, which is <laughs> screw you. Screw you. Um, the, if he's telling you he's asking based upon your safety, I would like to see his certification as an instructor uh, for firearm safety. If he wants to preach firearm safety to me, show me where you've been trained as a firearms instructor, firearms tactician, and uh, an armorer, uh, perhaps a gunsmith, and, uh, and an, an instructor of basic tactics. Here's a better question. Sir or madam, do you keep any live poisonous or venomous reptiles in your home? A rattlesnake will go off by itself. It will. A firearm won't. That's right. All right, you can get bit by a Gila monster without having to do anything other than just be near it. I don't see my Glock do that. No. I, you know, I Glocks know to stay away from Gila monsters. That's right. <laughs> but Gila monsters don't know to stay away from Glocks. No. Right? You, you, they don't ask that question. They don't say, I'm sorry, do you keep rattlesnakes around your children? Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, don't, no. they don't ask that. Ask something that, do you use a chainsaw in your home for decorating? Sure. Okay, that's a question I would ask if I you're use, worried about the safety of the people in my house. I use it in the front yard. <laughs> I don't have to worry about sweeping up afterwards. True. 
Judge Charles Wilson wrote a lengthy dissent arguing that the law violates the First Amendment rights of physicians. I, again, I don't understand, and this is what I'm, what I'm. I, if you guys could give me some guidance, how is a a, a doctor in the performance of his duties allowed allowed to insert his First Amendment privilege? I mean. Could, could, he could just as easily argue that if I'm not a Jeff Gordon fan, and he is, he can't treat me. You're thinking that the interaction between the patient and the doctor is protected by the First Amendment. It's actually not. But the law itself is prohibiting that interaction. And but, that's what's the violation of the First Amendment, or possible violation of the First Amendment there. But they're it's saying the this that is... They're, they're, they're making a law to chill the doctor from asking a, a specific question. And and the the problem is is that... The doctor has the right to tell – he could tell you, if you own a firearm, I'm not going to treat you. That's his First Amendment right to free speech. But he doesn't have the right to ask you a question and demand you give him an answer. He, he doesn't – that's not part of his First Amendment – it is his freedom of contract. But it's not a First Amendment right that he can ask that question, and you are compelled to answer it. And again, I agree with you. Do not agree with the dissenting judge who says it's the doctor's First Amendment right. Well, then it's my fifth. Yeah, well, he's, right, right. <laughs> okay. I got one on Trump years. Uh, it says here, simply put, the act is a gag order that prevents doctors from even asking the first question in a conversation about firearms, Judge Wilson wrote. Uh, him again, he was d- the dissenting uh, argument. The act prohibits or significantly chills doctors from expressing their views and providing information to patients about one topic and one topic only, firearms. Um, yes, that's the point. Again, I'm here for medical attention, not your view on firearms. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech studio. We'll see you after the break. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrup. A wing flap suspected to be from the missing Malaysian Airlines Flight 370 has arrived at a French military testing facility where it will be analyzed by experts. They'll try to establish whether the wreckage was found that was found on a French island in the Indian Ocean this week comes from a Boeing 777 which disappeared over a year ago. National Highway and Traffic Safety Administrations opened an investigation into Harman car radios. The move follows a recent recall of 1.4 million Fiat Chrysler cars and trucks that were due to a hacking vulnerability exposed in Wired magazine. Authorities say a man who dashed into a Dallas County jail lobby shouting that his wife was chasing him has died after being handcuffed. Officials say a deputy handcuffed the man to keep him from hurting himself or others and had just sat the man down when he became unresponsive and stopped breathing. This is SRN News. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean... SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from... SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. 
yet. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9 mil, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the KSG in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle then you want the tactical excellence of gun tech usa gun tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for ar-15 ar-10 and ak-47 style rifles for nearly three decades gun tech usa has been producing the finest quality pistol grips rail systems scope mounts slings compensators flash hiders hand guards iron sights and more Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Um. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Marine Sergeant James R. Graham III died August 1, 2005, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Graham, 25, of Coweta, Oklahoma, was assigned to the 4th Tank Battalion, 4th Marine Division, Marine Forces Reserve, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, and was attached to Regimental Combat Team, 2nd Marine Division, 2nd Marine Expeditionary Force Forward. Sergeant Graham was killed in a suicide car bombing near Hit, Iraq, about 85 miles west of Baghdad. The military said Graham was conducting combat operations in support of Iraqi freedom when the bomber struck. The anti-tank unit from suburban Tulsa was scheduled to return from its tour of duty a month after Graham's death. Graham is survived by a wife and two small children. 
Graham had received three medals for his time served in Iraq, including the Good Conduct Medal, the Armed Forces Reserve Medal, and the Selective Marine Corps Reserve Medal. Graham will receive more honors as well, including a Purple Heart. Marine Sergeant James R. Graham III, you are not forgotten. If you'd like to get a hold of Maxwell Orlando, there's a couple of ways that you can do it. You can give us a call at the office, 407-480-2179. You can reach us at our website, maxlaworlando.com. You can reach us on Facebook, facebook.com slash downtownattorneys. Or you can reach us on Twitter, at maxlaworlando. Getting back on topic, we were talking about uh, the Florida appeals course, not a floor appeals court, just appeals federal, court, federal federal appeals court, upheld doctor-patient gun law. Uh, Republican-dominated legislature and Florida Governor Rick Scott approved the law after hearing accounts of doctors unnecessarily asking questions about gun, on- gun ownership or even refusing to continue providing care if such questions were not answered. Law subjects health care providers to possible sanctions, including fines and loss of license if they discuss or record information in a patient's chart about firearms safety that a medical board later determined was not relevant or was unnecessarily harassing. The law did not define these terms. Why wouldn't the law define these terms? What's, what's the purpose for not defining terms in the law? We'll know it when we see it, the definition of obscenity. Yeah. yeah. This, this makes it a little more vague. I, I, mm-hmm. I think it's interesting that the ones that will determine if the doctor violated the law are other doctors. The, you know, the other well, doctors have violated to the other doctors? If the doctor, I think I said law. Speculum? Did I say law? Mm. No, you said doctors. I be, all right, let me go back. Let's sit, uh, sit here. I believe I, I find it Our odd. producers over there, his head's about to explode. I find it odd that the ones that will determine if the doctor violated the law are other doctors. I like the way you worded that one better. Okay. Uh, well, that's, that's the way all doctors are evaluated is by other doctors. Well, sure, sure, but at some point you have to be evaluated by uh, administrators at the hospital or an insurance company that are probably not doctors. It's you know that's you know, well, you have to be evaluated by the insurance company if you want to keep doing business with them. Yes, yes. In Tuesday's majority opinion, Judge Joflat repeatedly pointed to instances in which doctors can continue to justify asking about firearms, such as in the case of a patient considered at risk of suicide. We've discussed this at length so far. Right. There has to be a logical link between the question about firearms and the reason for asking it. Exactly. Thus, a physician may make inquiries as to firearms ownership status of any or all patients so long as he or she does so with good faith belief based on the specifics of the patient's case, that the inquiry is relevant to the patient's medical care or safety or the safety of others, the majority said. So. Go ahead, sir. Earl's there for a yeast infection. There's no reason to ask him about no, a gun. No, this should not be part of your pre-screening. Hey, this, should, this should this should not be there as as part of uh, the. This should not be there as part of your. This, I need your name. I need your your insurance information. Do oh, you own? Do you have a gun? Do you own a firearm? Yeah, that, that absolutely should not be there. Uh, if, for example, a physician seeks firearm information to suit a personal agenda, agenda. Unrelated to medical care or safety, he or she would not be making a good faith inquiry, and so the act plainly directs him to refrain from inquiring. Unless they're looking for a really good deal on a Glock. It's different. Can, you know, listen, don't up. get me wrong. Listen, when we get to go somewhere and 
Oh, what do you do? Yeah, you know, I you know I work in the, the gun business. Oh, I'm looking for a. Can you hook me up? Sure. You know, at that point, it's what? not it's not their personal agenda. You know, they they've recognized that uh, you sell and they buy. You know, it, I'm sure once you say, and I know you get it all the time. I see it with the, you know, with, <laughs> you, hanging out. You've witnessed it with hanging out with you two. What do you do? <laughs> and when you finally tell them you're a lawyer. It's the story of the the baby mama drama. Or, or you know, you know, I got this Dwillis. Yeah, yeah, driving with his license suspended. Yes, yeah. There's a there's always something. I've got a case going on with a lawyer right now, and it's a firearms case, and he is vehemently anti-gun, and and I'm and I'm the one trying to keep the firearms away from the party. He's trying to get the guns returned. I was like, dude, you you picked the wrong lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> he, he wants you to lose. What? I, that's going to be an interesting case when it finally hashes itself out. Uh, Judge Wilson's dissent raised questions about whether the law stemmed from anecdotal incidents. He also argued that doctors should have the right to ask questions about guns and addressing the well-being of patients. There is nothing to suggest that doctors' inquiries or messages regarding firearms were not genuinely believed to be in the patient's best medical in- interest when given. Again, just uh, going to give you the, 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 the shortcut on this rather than read the, the boring part to you. If if the question is that you go to your doctor and the question is name, address, insurance company, do you own a firearm? When's the last time you had a physical? Uh, you know, did you, you, how many times do you exercise per week? That's improper. If you're in there with the doctor and and he says, "My, that's such an interesting wound on your leg. How did you get that?" Perhaps with a firearm. I believe it. Acceptable. Yeah. Uh, you know. No, my lawnmower threw a piece of shrapnel off the ground. I mean, a metal off the ground and hit me <laughs> in the leg. Which could be fine. Uh, if you tell him I'm feeling depressed and I've had uh, thoughts of uh, taking myself out. And I thought I'd try it with a gunshot wound in my leg first. <laughs> Perhaps. Well, it's supposed to hurt with a help with a healing process. You shoot it a is. horse. It is. It's got a broken leg, so it's supposed to make him better. It is. It is. Uh, what, what is it? Uh, that's the, the, the old Larry the Cable Guy one yeah. there. You know, I, now I got a, my I horse got a broke horse, its leg. So I shot it. I shot and, it. Now I got a horse with a broken leg. It's supposed to help with a healing process. <laughs> if it don't, don't help soon, I may have to shoot him again. Yes, yeah, oh exactly. Yeah. Uh, get her done, folks. Didn't say it was all my original material. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, have you guys had anybody? Have you had anybody come in? Have you heard anybody about this being an issue? Anything in the in the being one of the top gun lawyers around, any, anything come We up? get to ask that question all the time, and the answer I always tell them is they're going to ask you, do you have a firearm in the home? I looked them in the eye and went, a firearm in the home? Well, of course not. Nope. Right. Because yeah. nobody, nobody that I represent only has one. Yeah, true. True. Like you said. And if they do, you loan them. I like, <laughs> you only have one firearm? What the heck is wrong with you? Go, go see the guys at the armchair. How do you go to the bathroom if you only have one firearm? <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you live in a box? Yeah. A one-room building? That's crazy. Talk. Oh, it's a minigun. Oh, well, okay. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. My bad. Sorry. Oh, all his money goes into ammo. <laughs> uh, Earl, how could the good folks get a hold of us here at the Arms Room Radio for any questions, any any comments, any any retorts? <laughs> they can retorts. call us. I like that. Live for the remote Keltec Studios, 407-774-8255. That's 407-774-TALK. They can send us a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash armsroomradio. They can send us an email, radio at armsroom.com. And saving your favorite for last, they can send us a tweet on Twitter at armsroomradio. 
I think I favorited and perhaps even forwarded a tweet this week. What? Yeah, I, I said I think. I, I'm not sure. I don't it, think he pressed a button and hoped it worked. Yeah. It's, um, That's sort of the way he much. does contracts. Signatures and words and stuff. Signature. You know the the symbol for the like the return key on your on a, on a keyboard. You know the down and then uh-huh. to the left arrow and then the star. Uh, whatever those two are, I, it, it lit up on on my on my tweet page. So I don't know. You, you know what you did? No, I don't. You, you initiated Skynet. Skynet. <laughs> Thanks. So, so, it's, it's all your fault. Skynet. I've had another bunker. The machines are going to take over. The the uh, the the shooting in Chattanooga at the Naval Reserve Center. Uh, some interesting information has come out about that. Uh, I don't know if you gentlemen have seen it again. It's from our from a friend friend of the program. We haven't had him on yet. Friend of the program though. We should be soon. Uh, Tenor Colonel uh, Alan West. We're hoping to get him on. But uh, we've got one of his stories we're going with about some breaking information that the Navy's doing. Uh, it's from this, from the story. Now, a couple of good things could be going on here. I mean, listen, maybe this is stimulating the military to reinstate the authorization of use of firearms at the military bases. I, I, ha- I have a theory on this as well. Uh, we're going to talk to you about it when we get back from the break. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studio. This is no ordinary shotgun. Not with innovative dual-tube magazines that hold a dozen 12-gauge rounds, plus one in the chamber. And in the one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, the ordinary tactical shotgun became obsolete. Innovation. Performance. kel See the KSG in action at YouTube slash kel Weapons. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. 
How was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean... SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from... SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at... SendMeAmmo.com You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at... SendMeAmmo.com It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at... SendMeAmmo.com It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, Do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. At the Arms Room. At the arms room at the uh, ISIS reception center, feel free to come on down, 19048 East Colonial Drive. We will take care of all your ISIS needs right here. We promise. Just come down and let us know, and we will take care of you. No problems. No problems at all. We have couscous and lamb. Yes. Yes. We shall take care of you. Gave you the little teaser there about uh, what Colonel West was talking about. Uh, What's happening to the heroic Navy officer from the Chattanooga shooting will make your blood boil. Uh, Again, quoting uh, Colonel West, I never like to be reactionary and follow anything that may just be hyperbole or conspiracy theory. That's why I held off on addressing this issue until I got confirmation, which came Friday afternoon via text message. There are things which make you upset, like the liberal progressive left and media accomplices rage over the shooting of a lion in Africa, but abject disregard and disdain reference Planned Parenthood dismembering bodies, excuse me, babies, and selling their body parts. But this story has me dogfighting mad and seriously PO'd. As reported 10 days ago by Western Journalism, a Navy officer and Marine reportedly returned fire at the shooter who killed five service members in Chattanooga, Tennessee, even though their current policy does not permit military members to carry firearms on facilities such as those where the attack occurred. The cold-blooded assault killed four Marines and one active-duty Navy reservist. The center's commanding officer, Lieutenant Commander Timothy White, used his personal firearm to engage the shooter during the attack, according to sources quoted in the Navy Times. report from the Washington Post said that one of the Marines killed in the shooting might have been carrying a 9mm Glock and possibly returned fire on the shooting. At the time, Western Journalism wrote, Lieutenant Colonel Commander White, could face disciplinary action for violating policy about possessing a weapon on the facility that was supposedly a gun-free zone. Investigation into the attack is ongoing, and authorities will not know if White or the Marine hit the shooter until an autopsy and a ballistic report have been completed. Ladies and gentlemen, results from the text message I received yesterday. This is Colonel West speaking again. 
I can confirm that the United States Navy is bringing charges against Lieutenant Commander Timothy White for illegally discharging a firearm on federal property. I I hope that my theory about this is correct. I, I had someone I used to have as a roommate, and he was a United States Marine, and he was court-martialed for discharging his weapon um, at, while on guard duty. And me shot a, a fleeing prisoner in the leg with an M14, uh, which is not a very good thing to have happen to you if you're the guy with the leg. Yes. Um, and he was court-martialed. And they got up and they walked out of the room at the end of the proceeding. And not the, the last guy didn't get through the door when they turned around and came back in. And when we found you guilty and suspend your sentence because you were in the performance of your duties. And what that did was it insulated him from any civil liability by the person who was shot suing him individually later. It was a defensive mechanism to put in place while he did, in fact, discharge his firearm. And he did shoot the fleeing prisoner that he was exonerated from any inappropriate behavior because he was in the performance of his duties. And I'm hoping that... These guys are not so fubar that they are actually trying to protect this lieutenant commander from civil liability. Wouldn't that – let me just go back to your scenario before we get back to uh, Commander White here. Um, wouldn't that still make him a convicted felon? No. They found him guilty. They, they found him that he had, in fact, discharged his firearm. Guilty. But that discharge was in the performance of his duties. Okay, so that's guilty but no sentence. No sentence. And he's not a felon. He, but he, the guilt would make you a he, felon. It's, he was not he, – he was found guilty of having discharged his firearm, but not guilty of an unauthorized shooting. He was an uh, – it was, it was uh, very much like self-defense. Oh, you, okay. You, so this wasn't a finding of guilt. This was – we found that you fired your firearm, but, but you're not guilty of the charge of, of, uh, of attempted uh, murder. Attempted murder. Okay. Because gotcha. you were in the performance of your duties. Okay. And then he, he got a real talking to later because he hit him in the leg. Right. And Marines aren't supposed to miss that much. He had to account for that. Yeah. Uh, text message asked if it would be possible for Lieutenant Commander White to reach out to Colonel West, to which Colonel West replied affirmative. What kind, again, I'm quoting Colonel West here, which is probably what we all mirror here sitting at the table. What kind of freaking idiots are in charge of our armed forces? Pardon me, our unarmed forces. What would they prefer? That Abul Aziz had been able to kill all the Marines and sailors at the Naval Support Reserve Center? Let me draw an interesting contrast. Secretary of Navy Ray Mavis is more concerned about lifting the ban on transgendered sailors. Mavis has a problem in that for the first time since 2007, the U.S. Navy will not have a carrier battle group operating in the Persian Gulf. But this knucklehead has no problem with the Navy seeking to destroy the career of a sailor, a commander of an installation, returning fire against an Islamist jihadist attack. I do not care if it was his personal weapon. He deserves a medal for facing the enemy. He has a duty that he's sworn to to do exactly what it is he did. That's exactly right. And now you're going to try to court-martial him for following his oath as an officer. That's right. I, he followed his oath is exactly what happened. He followed his, his brain. He followed his heart. But more importantly and legally, he followed his oath to defend his country against all threats, foreign and domestic. 
Now, just because some regulation said no doesn't mean he was not obeying his oath. Here, here's an idea. Let's pass a regulation that, that Mr. Mabius would understand. You have to let them kill you. Yeah. If you are a United States naval officer and you receive fire, you must volunteer to be assassinated. Quoting Colonel West, folks, this has become the Obama military that will not implement policies for our men and women in uniform to be protected, but will punish them if they do protect themselves. Whatever happened to the Navy, whatever happened to the Navy of John Paul Jones, Farragut, Halsey, and Nimitz? What has happened in our America where we believe that our men and women in uniform, especially the commanders, are just targets for these Islamist jihadists? Can you imagine the message this sends to ISIS and all the enemies of America? We're going to end his career and court-martial a man who drew his sidearm to protect his command and the, and the assigned sailors and Marines. What is the difference between Commander White and a reserve officer in Moore, Oklahoma, who went to his vehicle and armed himself to prevent a second woman from being beheaded? You remember that story from about a year ago? Yep. Um, it is that we expect less from our uniform warriors. Are they just supposed to sit and be butchered, gunned down until law enforcement comes along? Again, when you need law enforcement, when seconds count, they're minutes away. Uh, that's just facts, folks. That's no dig on law enforcement. Let's be very clear here. I can attest that there are many reserve and National Guard troops who carry concealed during their drill periods. Um, I, I'll tell you this, uh, me, for 21 years, okay? So, so, so come at me, bro. <laughs> 21 years, carried it. Why? Because they are, li- they are lions, not sheep, like the imbeciles are making the decision to punish Lieutenant Commander White. Uh, doggone, what does it take? Here we have a known deserter, Bo Bergdahl, out getting picked up smoking marijuana or at a house growing marijuana. According to Susan Rice, he served with honor and distinction. The real men of honor, such as Army First Lieutenant Clinton Lawrence, and now it seems Lieutenant Commander White, are forced into jail. Uh, ponder this. Obama will pardon drug dealers, but men who fight the enemy are imprisoned. Now can someone of any one of you inane, characterless, liberal, progressive trolls explain that to me? Explain it to us that you would rather have had more sailors or Marines die than this Navy commander to draw a personal weapon in defense of his command. I, I just back off of Colonel West, back to Mike. I, I can't think of you from being a, from being a commander, anything less than not protecting your soldiers 100 percent, no matter what the means are. Your oath is to your, your, your country, to your constitution and and, and to the threat Protect them from the threat, whether it be foreign or domestic. Your, your then, duty, though, is to your command. The duty is to the command, and the duty is to the duty is to your soldiers. The duty is to your troops, to your sailors, to your to your to your airmen, to your coast guardsmen. It's and to your marines. It's it's to those uh, that you're be responsible for. Their um, he was prepared, and no matter what how, how small it was, one one firearm versus a guy with a couple of rifles, he was prepared and had done a threat assessment. And had, and, and, and had brought his firearm. Uh, I'm sure it was concealed. Otherwise, it had been in the news much longer than that. Um, that he was there and ready to protect. And yet, we want to go after him. We want to, we want to crucify him. Uh, back to Colonel West. Here we have a president and secretary of state sitting down with a sworn enemy in Iran who holds four American hostages. And we're going to bring charges against an American naval commander who returned fire against the enemy. This is indeed FUBAR, uh, uh, fouled up beyond all recognition. It just it don't mean fouled. It's, it's close enough. Um, here's what you need to do, folks. 
flood the phone to Secretary of the Navy Ray, Ma- Ray Mabus and Secretary of Defense Carter and ask them whose side they're on. Demand the charges be brought against Lieutenant Commander White be immediately dropped. Uh, this is this is an outrage. This is ludicrous. This is an insult to everybody still wearing a uniform, uh, whether the commander or whether the, the just the, the section leader or the or or, or a private on day one. The oath is the same to protect against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and that's what Commander White was doing. So get on the phone, call the Secretary of Navy, call the Secretary of Defense, and uh, and let's get this squared away, folks. Thank you again for another episode of Arms Room Radio. And please remember, exercise your Second Amendment rights as possible. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Have a good week, y'all. No?